Hello and welcome to Podcast on Purpose. This is Debbie Adair, your host, and today I am so excited to share with you Marie Ruzika. If, like Buckminster Fuller said, we are all born a genius, but the process of life degeniuses us, imagine what it would look like to rediscover your genius and live from that place. You are in your genius when you are in the flow, where synchronicities happen easily, so much so that they appear as magic. That is the playground Marie Ruzika has frolicked for over 20 years. Marie is an international transformational storyteller and best-selling author, catalyst for joy, creatrix of the magical land of awesome, a podcast that dives into experiencing everyday magic. I'm super excited to share her with you on the show today. So welcome to the show, Marie. Oh my gosh. I feel so welcome. Thank you, Betty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love your energy. I love what you're up to. And obviously, I just love and adore you. I've had the opportunity to get to connect with you a lot over working together and you know, and a little bit outside of that too. We've had some some good time to connect as as student teacher friends, colleagues, you know, all of the above. So really excited to have you here. So can you talk a little bit about what had you have the inspiration to start the magical land of awesome? You know, every time somebody says it still to this day, it just makes me giggle. You know, the fact that I have a company called The Magical Land of Awesome. And how it, how it came to me was literally this flash of lightning. I thought uh, through the work of Roger James Hamilton, and awesome. he has a, a profile testing system. And each of the profiles, there's eight profiles in the system. And the profile of the creator, which we both are, mm-hmm. yep. is each one of the profiles has a myth attached to it. And the myth of the creator is the myth of the daring adventure. And if you think about Peter Pan. So when I thought, hey, well, if Peter's got Neverland, what would my land be? And people have called me for years, Magical Marie. I think I didn't until recently really own the fact that I create magic wherever I go. We all do, but it's become so much more intentional and so much more fun. So I thought, well, it'd be a magical land. What would be a magical land of what? And my whole, I live for aha moments. I live for that, the world of awe. And so when I said magical land of awesome, it literally like sat so beautifully in my body that I thought, oh my God, magical land of awesome. And looked at found the domain, you know, you're in the flow when the synchronicities start happening and then met you. And when I said magical end of awesome and your face lit up, (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. This is really cool. Cause it was so new when we met. And then just a year ago, I launched my podcast, The Magical Land of Awesome. And that has been such an incredible journey. And I put pause on The Magical Land of Awesome. I have 25 episodes that are up currently. So that's kind of, to answer your question, that's kind of how this all came to be. And I have to say, it's my very favorite show title of any show I've helped to birth. Like there's nothing that makes me happier than hearing those words. Like you said, just makes my face light up and my cheeks like get really tight and my teeth show up. So <laughs> it makes me smile ear to ear. I just you know what? I, I want to say as an introvert, because I am an introvert, mm-hmm. when I do go to networking events, which does take energy for me, mm-hmm. it is so easy instead of, hi, my name is Marie Rizek and this is what I do. It is, 
I have a company called The Magical Land of Awesome, and I inspire stories that transform the world. Wow. Does yes. that, I, I get an audience. I get an audience, and I guess to talk about what, what I'm really, really passionate about. And just those, what, what was that, 10 words? Yes. It is really, it, it does light up a room. And it's such an honor that that whole idea came to me. Well, and it's so perfect for you because it is so you and where you live and how you live, which I love. And that's one of the beautiful things about a podcast is it gets to reflect who we really are as a human. Like we get to choose what art is about. And there's, I just, I, well, magical and of awesome. I love to live there too. So like, I just, <laughs> I like playing in your playground. So, <laughs> so now you said you put your show on pause. I want to talk a little bit about this too, because I know that sometimes people are like, you know, how many episodes do I need to have? Like, I don't want to pod fade. I don't want to keep moving. And you haven't pod faded. You've just pushed pause and you're re relaunching as your brand is changing, which I think is really powerful. And I know a lot of people, if they have a shift in their brand, they're like, do I create a new podcast? Do I get rid of the old podcast? Do I modify the existing podcast? How do I take it forward with my brand? So can you speak a little bit about what you're doing now and that journey and process for you and how you made the decision to keep what you've got? Oh, what I love is I have set a criteria for myself hmm. that if it's fun, easy, and tells a good story. And awesome. <laughs> and, and it's awesome. <laughs> and it started not being fun. Hmm. And I thought, if I'm not having fun, then why would someone want to listen to an unfun podcast? So I intentionally put it on pause until I could like it tell it wanted to be birthed again. And then, oh my gosh, my whole life showed up so it could birth to something new. And so can you talk a little bit about how you're shifting it? Cause I think this is really awesome. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It really is. So I got involved. Uh, someone had heard my story from my world in the corporate world to my world in this entrepreneur journey of a promise. And they heard my story and they said, Hey, Marie, we would love you to be one of the lead authors of a book series. We're going to specifically target the people who are in the Genius You community, which is Roger's community. And we want you to lead the project. And as a creator, you and I both, because we're both creators, we're like the think about Richard Branson, 300 companies. His first book was called Screw It, Let's Do It. Mm, what a great title. And that <laughs> is the way the, the creator works. If you have a lead author in a book, I don't know what the heck that means, but wow, I've always wanted to be an author. What would this look like? I would have multiple people walking. We'd all walk together on this process. I thought, okay, well, wait a minute. This is already sounding like fun, seemingly easy. Okay, let's just do it. And it has been this wonderful process. There are 18 authors in the book. So I got involved. The so screw it, let's do it. And there's 18 authors and they're all around the globe in the Genius U community. I asked Roger one day on one of our mentor calls, what would be a good working title? And without even skipping a beat, he says, you are a genius. Mm, I love it. That if you are a genius. That means anyone who picks up the book going, oh my gosh. In fact, I was at lunch the other day with a whole group of people and they asked what it was. It's like, you are a genius. And they all said, oh my gosh, I am one. <laughs> and that's exactly the, that 
magical thing that you want people to feel like is that what would it be to your journey to, to your genius, your journey to your flow? And all of these 18 authors are telling their stories on what happened in their world for their journey to their genius. And then I thought, wait a minute, I put my podcast on hold. What if I unpaused it, pressed play again mm-hmm. with the journey which, without telling the story that's in the book, because there's more than just a chapter in the book, there's the life of a person. And because one of the bonuses of being a part of the book was to work with me to put a promotion plan in place on what would they launch out of this. This isn't just about having a book sit on a shelf. It is about if you love this author, well, what would be the opportunity to work with them? So I just said, oh, my God, I'm relaunching this with, I'm calling it the author series. It's still the magical land of awesome, but the author series of You Are a Genius. And I am, you know, there's 18 of us, 18 uh, episodes that I'm going to be launching all at once. And which has been, oh my gosh, to talk to people about with because I know there's stories that are in the book, but I don't know the rest of their lives. And that's what makes it so juicy. We don't talk about anything about the chapter. We talk about what is going on in their world right now. It's ever-changing. Mm. That's beautiful. I love it. And I think I think there's something really different too in giving people different medium. Like, you know, some people like audiobooks and some people like written word and that kind of thing. But all of us love behind the scenes. Like I should say, hopefully you do too, but I'm pretty sure most of us do. <laughs> love behind the scenes. And so I'm wondering, like, how are you going to link that into the book? Are you going to kind of, with the show, are you going to mention the book? In the book, are you going to mention the podcast? Like, are you letting that spiral up together? What's your plan? Yeah, that truly is the plan, Mm. is that we'll be talking about, I'm recording the bumper this week to what the bumper, the end. Yeah, perfect. The little thing bumps people (laughs) into like, what what do I do here now? Because we did the pre-launch of the book in August. And that's where we became international bestselling authors. And in seven different countries, two of the countries weren't even where the authors were. That was really cool. So by the strength of the authorship is those 48 hours were so much fun. I was posting a lot on online. It was, and had doing little interviews with the authors. And I like doing Facebook lives, by the way, those are really fun. And bringing an author on and having two people there. And it's, yeah, it's really, really cool. So, uh, and I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to be so much fun. I could repurpose some of those for the series and for the author series. And just, you know, as we say in the tech world, rip the audio and (laughs) repurpose, repurpose is such a beautiful thing where you do something once and repurpose it multiple times. I mean, that's, has been such a beautiful journey about don't work hard. How can you work smarter and funner and (laughs) funner and more awesomer? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, exactly. Well, you know, and something that you could do, which your interviews already done, but as you do more. So if you love Facebook lives that I, I just did in, I did in the pod tribe for spiritual entrepreneur, which obviously it's one of my other shows, but they, um, a tree just went by in a truck. That's very funny. Okay. Totally squirrel. Um, <laughs> your magical land of awesome is being built. <laughs> so we're talking. Very funny. I love that. Yes. So we did this interview on series on in a day in the pod tribe where I literally used Facebook live from zoom webinar. So zoom webinar and the guest came in as a guest on zoom webinar 
And I had it all set up with the original sound and everything that you've got your show configured with so that it was all set up with the best audio, you know, set up for third-party editing and all of that. And then at the end of the day, the audios were there separate. So I just used those for the podcast. We did the live Zoom. It was a great behind the scenes kind of experience for the people that are in the tribe. And it also built community and people got to ask questions and participate. So that's a really great thing. And then the IG lives that I've just started doing with the show. So if you're listening to this around the time that this episode gets launched, you can come and, and join Marie and I and ask some questions if you like. On Instagram, we'll be going live within a few days after. And you can follow either my handle at Deviadea, that's D-E-V-I-A-D-E-A, to note, get notified when we go live. You just come on in and join and ask questions. Or you can follow Marie at MagicalEndOfAwesome.com. And can you spell that? Because it's a little different than the Oh, right. Expect. That's yes. right. <laughs> I, I, I chose to spell magical with a CK because magic with a C is literally like pulling a rabbit out of a hat, but spoiler alert, the rabbit's already there. <laughs> Magical with a CK is literally creating magic from nothing yes. to something magical. So M-A-G-I-C-K-A-L-L-A-N-D-O-F-A-W-E-S-O-M-E. Awesome. Magical land of awesome. Literally awesome. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'd love to talk a little bit about you know the book versus the podcast. You have a lot of people come to me and say, okay, should I do my book first? Should I do my podcast first? Do I... You know, what's what's the direction I should take? And my feeling is, you know, you can create your book from audio, you can write your book. There's a lot of different things you can do. It really comes down to, you know, more of who you are and what you love to do more. And also maybe where your audience is going to be spending more of their time as well. And then I say have both. I'm a fan of having both. What are you feeling? Obviously you had podcast, then book, then podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And kind of following the guidance of your opportunities too. But what would you say to that? Oh, follow the guidance of your opportunity. (laughs) What? That is it. That literally is it. You know, don't wait until you think, oh my God, it has to be a book. It has to be a book. And all you're looking through is the filter of book. When you've got a podcast, when you've got, you know, being a guest on someone else's podcast and not even start anything at all. I mean, there are so many ways of doing this and there's millions more that you could think of. If you come from this place of wonder and you come from this place of being in the flow, when you're in the flow, things happen. Mm. Magic happens. Synchronicities happen. I was walking through the world and the more shiny I got <laughs> in the world, I really, really, I noticed when I walk into a room and I I'm really feel the energy change mm-hmm. because it does with all of us. So my consistent thing is to set an intention in the beginning of the day. Before we started this call, you did a beautiful prayer and breathing. That's such a beautiful... I I thought, oh my gosh, that is the intention I want to set, that all of the guides, the mystics, the people, your energy all come with you on this journey. So if you're ever behind the scenes with Debbie, please make sure (laughs) you do the... Because I've been on your your, um, spiritual entrepreneur too, and you're setting an intention sets my intention. And so... Yeah, to me, it's about setting powerful intentions and then playing with the day. If the day isn't giving you what you want, just keep asking a better question. You know, what could I do here? Well, to me, it's like, why be static? You know, a job keeps you static. A job keeps you, you got to sit there at eight o'clock, you got your 
you know, half an hour lunch, you got to leave this time and, you know, <laughs> and then you get to sleep and, and it's just like a machine or a hamster wheel. Mm. To me, entrepreneurship is, oh my gosh, I could do something different right now. Even what I set aside to do, if it doesn't feel good for me, I do something else because then I can come back to it and then it'll feel better because it always does because I set that intention to make that happen. So maybe set the intention for your book and for your podcast and see which one aligns first to even like seeing what shows up for getting your message out even, right? Yes. And don't do it like me. Don't do it like Debbie. Do you. Yes. You do you the best. <laughs> Amen to that. So what, what Marie's actually is speaking about is before I go on a show with people, what I do in the green room, if I feel like they're open to it, I kind of tap in and am I like... You know, so don't worry if you're on the show and you don't feel comfortable with an intention. <laughs> you're probably not going to get one verbally. I'll be setting it silently just so you know. But if I feel like someone's open to it, one of the things that I like to do is take a few deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth together, really ground, let go of the day up into that moment, bring ourselves fully into current time. And then what I will do is I call on our, our individual teams, on the powers that be in our lives, <laughs> and I will basically say, um, you know, please guide and direct this conversation, my words, my actions, my steps today to help support and elicit the greatest gifts from this guest that's here with me to have the show support their mission and their work in the world in the most powerful and beautiful way possible. And to have it be a message that will really resonate with those who are listening to move you forward and what your purpose is, what your mission is to help inspire you to lead from the voice of your soul in the greatest way. And then also to support the platform to help to grow and reach more extraordinary souls out in the world and to grow my mission too. So make it a win-win-win for all of us with ease, grace, joy, and love in the highest and best way. <laughs> so that all kind of comes out. And I usually just channel whatever, or like download whatever I'm going to say. I don't always know what that's going to come, but I just ask for whatever that is. And then I can relax. I'm like, okay, that's all handled. Now all I need to do is, <laughs> is show up, right? And I think that's how life is too. Like I feel like we, you know, we can start our day with the intention of whatever that is. We can end our day with that and then just really just show up and see what happens in the magical land of awesome that is our lives. So in everything, podcasting, writing your book, living your life, doing whatever you're doing, being on purpose. So I think that's what Marie was talking about. So that is exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> It's lovely to listen to it again. <laughs> oh, thanks. So yeah, so let's talk a little bit too about, because you mentioned something about if it's not fun, I'm not going to do it. And I think there are times when anything we do cannot be fun. And definitely around podcasting, I think there's some things that can make it not fun and make it more fun. So I'd like to talk, if you'd be open to talking about that, like where was it that you were finding that it wasn't that fun? And then let's talk a little bit about how maybe to make it even funner. So <laughs> yeah. So. I was getting really good at editing my own because I was only doing audio. I wasn't doing audio and video. I was really getting good at the audio. But then all of a sudden, it thought it was taking too long. It was the message was muddy. I felt like I would have to take whole sections out. It wasn't feeling like, you know, in the beginning when I literally sat with a mic and either could interview someone or mm -hmm. just talk on the mic, it felt like I have left everyone with something lovely. 
but because I want to honor my audience. I want to honor the people who make that decision to take their time to listen. That if I'm not saying things that even mean anything, if I'm just doing it just to do it, just because I have to have something out weekly, Mm. I thought this is when it feels hard work and it's going to sound like hard work. Mm. And I just, you know, I did my 25th episode and I just said, enough, enough for now. And I really, I actually like the podcasters who do series. That's what got, gave me the idea is let me like put pause on those 25 episodes. Like that was like the opening, my, my beginning in this whole wonderful, awesome journey until something inspires me again then let me just wait for it. There's no have-tos in this world. No have-tos. And if you live in the world of have-tos, to me, that feels like struggle. Mm -hmm. And I am not into struggle. So I just, yeah, it was just, it was just a a very conscious decision to until it got fun again. And I love the magical land of awesome. I live the magical land of awesome every day. And so much has happened to me since I pressed pause that, oh my gosh, now to come back after the author series, I've already got a lineup of other people so that I am already ready to talk about what else is happening in my life because of this book coming out. That will continue every day to get better. I mean, literally to tell somebody you're an international best-selling author, I did not realize how that would affect my, the cells in my body to say those words, international best-selling author, and then to see people's faces like, oh my gosh, I have always wanted to be an author. Mm. And to see like, how cool is that that you actually said yes to something and it came and happened. That's what's really cool about this. I love inspiring. It, my, my whole idea is and to inspire others to transform the world. I just heard Danielle Laporte say, no one should start a business if you're not going to change the world. If you're going to change the world, then start a business. I love that. Why do it if you're just going to sell a product? If it sells a product that is going to make the world better, be all in. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That is definitely belonging in the magical land of awesome. If we're doing what, what's going to make the world a better place. And I'm a firm believer like you that it's not just about podcasting or writing the book. It's about writing the book on purpose. It's about podcasting on purpose. It's about, you know, being the change we want to see in the world too in our lives, which I love. And you definitely live that. So I really appreciate that. And I want to say a little bit about what you're just talking about with if it's not fun, don't do it. Because I think it's really important for us to recognize our feelings are a really good indicator of what direction we should be going. So I'd love that you listen to what your feeling nature was saying. And it's not like feelings of fear, like, oh no, I'm not going to do it because I'm afraid, even though I have this call inside to do it. It's that this isn't where I'm supposed to be going right now. I'm going to push pause. And then you redirected and came back and are doing it even different, you know, even more differently. And I know for me, I have my first show, Spiritual Entrepreneur, which is not seasonal. It's straight up. We're at the time of recording this. We're going to have, I think, 196 episode this week. We'll be hitting 200 soon. <laughs> we just got nominated for a People's Choice Award. Like amazing stuff have been happening for that show. And this show, I was intentional because I was like, I want to do seasonal just in case. Like... <laughs> I want to do seasonal so I can have a power season and then I can take a break and then I have another power season and take a break. And so we're now in season two with this show, which is fantastic. And I love that because it's more in alignment with giving me the energy of the pause and the go 
in between. And the spiritual entrepreneur right now, they're already recorded for the rest of 2019. So I'm not going to be doing any recording there until I start doing the 2020 programming schedule. And right now I've already recorded a lot of these episodes as well, although we are doing International Podcast Day coming up, but you may, this may be past that date when you hear this, but we're going to be doing a lot of recording again, Facebook webinar to Facebook, you know, it's going to be going out on my page and all the pages of all the other podcasters. And then we'll be doing, taking those audios and turning those into episodes you get to enjoy here too, which will be great. So Focusing on what lights you up and the feeling nature is so important. And I think too, noticing, I will say editing your own show can be a lot of energy because I did that for the spiritual entrepreneur for a lot of the episodes and I'm good at it. I can totally do it. It's not like I can't, you know, I think in uh, Roger James Hamilton's setup, the creator has the mechanic on one side and the star on the other. My mechanic's solid. I can definitely do mechanics too. And so, but for the joy of podcasting and for having the time to do the things that really no one else could do for me, which is the interviewing and, and the bringing the guests and the teaching on the show, that's got to be me. So I give off the other pieces. I hand those off now to editing. I have an editor, uh, editing team that I work with that helps me do all that piece. So if you're finding that you are losing joy, I would first look at, you know, where is it that I am feeling like it's effortful? right? Which maybe isn't your unique gift. And then if that's not it, and it's really a feeling inside of you that's saying, I need to be called in this direction, really look at like, what is it that I'm being called to? And how can I take this asset of this amazing podcast that I've created and bring it to whatever that is? Or should I shift it or change it in some way and follow that inner guidance? Would you agree with that, Marie? Oh my gosh, so much, so much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I have the same team that you do now to help me edit the audios yes. and that makes, oh my gosh, wow, life easy for <laughs> whole new world. And when you get yeah. an editing team, whole new world. Yeah. yeah. It'll change your life. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it gives you so much more time. I know for me, I would always say, okay, if I do an hour episode, editing it and doing the show notes is probably going to be double that time. So if I was doing one hour episode, which I did longer episodes to start, that's like three hours of my time probably at a minimum, depending upon how much editing I needed to do. And I'm not naturally someone who writes a lot. So I had to actually, it took energy for me to do that. So if you think if you want to batch four, that's going to be 12 hours, which is a lot, right? If they're hour episodes. So, but now if I do four hour interviews, they're four hours <laughs> and then everything else is done. And I can just focus on my zone of genius. I can get a whole quarter done in the amount of time that it would have taken me to actually do, you know, for three months, what it would have taken me to do just the episodes for one month. So it really makes a difference. So I just look into it. If it's something you're considering, I'm seeing nodding over here. We're actually on video just while we're doing the interview today to connect because <laughs> we haven't seen each other in a while. Lots so. of nodding. <laughs> Lots of nodding going on over here too. I've been doing that a lot. It's just like, and the magical land of awesome. And I'm like, yay. <laughs> so I would love to hear about kind of what your vision is and where you'd like to see this podcast taking you in the magical land of awesome. Well, what's really cool, and I'm kind of giddy about this, is that it's in the first of the year, I am going to be taking this on the road. Awesome. And there are 18 people all around the globe. And it makes this such an exciting venture. And to me, seeing meeting the people along the way will just be 
potentially who I'll get to interview next. And to be able to, I have speaking engagements all along the way. And I say most of 2020 will be not here in America. I'll be traveling around the globe and doing the podcast all along the way. I think that that, and more, I really like your, especially you started to do Instagram. Mm-hmm. And boy, when I saw your first one, the first one I saw, I went, oh, oh, you know, technology is changing so fast. And by, by mid-2020, there may be something else. So I am literally following what is my excitement when it comes to what is the platform by which Magical Land of Awesome is going to continue because it seems to be changing and morphing. But the fact that I'm going to be all around the globe and to have the podcast, that's a wonderful thing. I'm a digital nomad. I don't have a home. So anywhere I go is where I am is home. Because right now I'm in Austin, Texas, and you know, <laughs> Love it. in the next two weeks. And so then we'll be back in Seattle and then in Carmel and then off to the beyond, off to the, off to the world and the globe. And to share this work with others is very powerful. And that's really what I'm saying is the work of Roger James Hamilton and finding out your genius and living from that place. And what was it again that was the myth for the creator? Because I'm hearing it. <laughs> Uh, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can repeat it. It's <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Nicely done. Right. The daring adventure myth is me. I am the daring you adventure. You are living it. Yeah. And the I magical bit of awesome. I love it. So tip for you, if you're going to be traveling around doing uh, podcasting, anyone you know, listening in, if that's something you're considering, and, and Marie is obviously going to be doing it. I was just at uh, New Media Summit in San Diego. And I got this thing called a Zoom H6. And it's a little recorder that has multiple inputs for XLR ports. So you can actually put multiple microphones in. And we had a room full of, they call us icons of influence, but a room full of podcasters, basically. On this show, if you check out the first episode of season two, I had one of the guys do an intro for us, Lou Diamond. He's amazing. Love his voice. And so we <laughs> we were just sitting, passing around the microphone and it was a live uh, episode and it records separate tracks for each mic, which is really cool. And you can plug that in to a camera if you want to use a camera so that the sound is really good too. So there's a lot of things that you can do too to take your show on the road and have a quality sound still. And if you get the right kind of microphone, a dynamic mic, we just use the Audio-Technica ATR 2005, which is what I'm speaking on right now. And Marie, are you on one too? No, no, I'm just using my... Your head's on. Okay. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's not rubbing on her hair. She's a pro. So, <laughs> so they, uh, but if you hold those, what happens is they will actually mute out more of the sound around you too. You will still hear the occasional laugh and giggle or someone talking while you're in the background. It's a little bit further away, but your voice will be mostly isolated towards the mic. So that's another thing you can do to take it on the road. And I would love to hear your, you know, unplugged world tour episodes of Magical and of Awesome. I think that'd be amazing. And that is what I will call it. Yes. I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm actually calling it, I'm actually calling it the infinity tour because if you look on a globe, it makes it my, where I'm going, it makes an infinity symbol. I love it. So, yeah. I love it. I'm calling it the infinity tour. The infinity tour. I just love what you're doing. And I love how you move through life in such an awesome way where you just are being guided by that small, still voice of joy inside where you're supposed to be. So let me ask you this. If you can leave the podcaster with one piece of advice on their journey of podcasting, what would it be? Only because it's been happening so much for me, 
I am really has become just a devotee of Florence Scovel Shin's work. She wrote The Game of Life and How to Play It in the mm. 20s and self-published, five books published in her name. And one of her other books, besides The Game of Life and How to Play It, which is an awesome book, is Your Words Are Your Wand. Mm. And if I could leave not only the podcaster, but the listener, anybody who is in earshot of this episode, that what you say out into the world comes back to you with extreme accuracy. So what are you saying out into the world? That your words are your wand. It is the spell, the spelling of your life is what you're saying out into the world. So use it with great care. Mm. Because it is amazing what you put out into the world, how much it comes back. Beautifully said and so true. And can you say her name one more time? Because it was yes. fast. It was Florence Scoville Shin. Okay. Yeah. That's a long one. That's a mouthful. But I, hopefully from the title, you can get that. <laughs> the no, she, she was there with Edgar Casey and Neville. Yes. And, I and love Edgar Casey. Uh, well, I yeah. mean, that whole group of people, really, I think the 20s must have been, and 20s and 30s must have been such a magical place to be. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, my grandma used to always, she did a lot of readings and back then of uh, different authors and mystics that were around at that time. And they used to take us at Virginia Beach. There was a place, so I grew up on the East Coast, and in the summers we would go, I forget what it was called because <laughs> I was a kid, but there was a, a research center there where they had a lot of Edgar Casey's work. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what it was called NRE or it was some letters, I believe. Anyway, there was something there that if you want to look up in Virginia Beach, Edgar Casey, you might find something, but they had a lot of his work there and they would go and study that in the summers while I was hanging out at the beach riding waves. So <laughs> oh, cool. So pretty neat, pretty neat stuff. So I love that. And I love like you really are spelling your life with your words. Truly, you're spelling it out. And spelling it. So if the listener today would like to get more of you and play in your magical land of awesome, <laughs> where would they go? I have a Facebook page called The Magical Land of Awesome with Memory to Spell Magical with a CK. And my website is www.magicallandofawesome.com. And again, magical with the CK. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I love what you're doing, Marie, and I'm really excited to see where you take your infinity tour to infinity and beyond. Yes! And, <laughs> and it's always just such a, a treat to get to spend time with you. So thank you so much for sharing your light, your energy, your magical land of awesome with all of us today. Thank you so much, Debbie. You are incredibly amazing. It was such an honor when you asked me. I was yay. <laughs> yay. Well, I'm glad you said yes. Yay. <laughs> And if you're listening in and you are feeling inspired to either restart or start up a new podcast, I really encourage you, if that is your purpose, if you're here to serve humanity in a big way, please don't let anything get in the way. It's time for you to step into your magical land of awesome and share that extraordinary voice of your soul with all of us. So thank you so much for sharing this time with us today. Both Marie and I appreciate you more than you know. Look forward to seeing you next time on Podcast on Purpose. If you've been wanting to start your own podcast but not been sure what type of equipment to use, well, I got you covered. If you'd like to get a free podcast studio equipment recommendations guide, you can go to podcastingonpurpose.com. Thanks so much for joining in the conversation today. We will see you next time on Podcast on Purpose.